What does the mouth of a horse have to do with learning the real deal on retirement? What's up, guys? Glad you're listening in today. I'm Eric Powers with Sky Blue Wealth, and I'm happy you're here with us. You know, I get lots of questions and concerns about what retirement is really like. People getting close to retirement age want to know because for most folks, working has been a part of their life since they got out of school. Some, including myself, ever since middle school, believe it or not. So even though retirement is most seen as a great achievement and a positive life event, it can be a little scary because of the unknown. To clear up those unknowns, we're going to talk about ways to erase some of the mystery surrounding retirement. I've got five solid ways to find out what retirement reality is actually like. Thankfully, a reality TV show about the topic did not make our list, and hopefully it's not available at all. Please tap that subscribe or follow button so you can catch every episode of this podcast. Let's start off with a quote from a wise man. Often, when you're at the end of something, you're at the beginning of something else. That's from Fred Rogers. That's a great way to approach retirement and maybe a good way to shake off a rough week. For many of my clients, they do see the end of their working days as a chance to begin something else. What that something else is depends on the individual. So keep in mind, with all of the info you consume about what retirement is like for others, the idea is to get plenty of info so that you can craft the best experience for yourself and your partner, of course. Alright, my first tip for finding out what others know about living the retirement life might be my best one. Hmm, I think I'll actually save that one for last. So let's start with reading forums for retirees. Message boards are what helped get the internet going after all. Now you can find forums, Facebook groups, and a few old school message boards for any interest you have, including retirement. You don't have to join the conversation if you don't want to, you can just browse the information, which I love. See what others are saying about being retired. And yes, you got it. Keep in mind that some people go online to cause ruckus. So do try to avoid getting bogged down with any message threads that are not helpful or if they're filled with drama. That kind of talk will make you want to retire to a desert island. But if you stick to a meaningful conversation, then you'll learn a lot. One note here, you may have to find forums for something besides retirement. Just to get a variety of opinions, you may find that there's a group dedicated to RVing or golf, or another topic that is likely to be full of people who are retired. Just search for keywords like retirement or retired within the forum to find posts that give you insights about what you're looking for. About 20 years ago, I knew a guy who started a small business mostly based upon what he had learned from a forum dedicated to his line of work. He figured out pricing, equipment, pros and cons, all of the message boards with guys already doing what he had planned to do. It saved him a ton of headaches and it helped him prepare for what was going to come. That's the best way here for you to be able to get to your retirement. You want to know what's coming from somebody who's standing in the shoes you're preparing to try on after you call it quits for good. For your information, Time Magazine published a report on retirees aged 62 to 70 and found that half of them wished they had retired sooner. Would you retire today if you could? It's something to think about. Less than 1% of Americans retire before 50, and it's not due to an overwhelming love of work in many cases. Anyway, on to the next way to investigate the realities of retirement. Dive into the minds of the people that you admire. You'll find them at your local library, yes, people still use the library, or Amazon with one-click Kindle books. 
a lot of famous people had thoughts on leisure time, hobbies, and retirement. Check out the biographies of those you respect, from athletes to coaches to writers to military heroes. See how they dealt with free time, even if it wasn't necessarily called retirement at that time. And if you don't want to read the entire book on these famous people, you can just skim for the parts that help you to see the pros and cons of this endless free time. Learn how Ben Franklin retired at 42, sort of, and then got a lot accomplished afterward. See what Tom Brady plans to do when he gives up football. Oh wait, that's never going to happen. But you could learn how famous Dodgers manager Tommy Lasorda still dabbles in baseball after he retired. There are interesting characters from all walks of life who can help you to figure out what you want to do in your golden years, and their wisdom can easily be found in books readily available. The best part is you can seek out those famous biographies based upon the people who you relate to in regards to their background or their job. Or you can use the wisdom of those who struck a different path than you, but their story resonates with you for that very reason. And before we move on to the next tip, I like this quote because it gives us wiggle room to find out our way. Retirement is not the end of the road. It's the beginning of the open highway. Author unknown. Now, this tactic may give you the best taste of what retirement may be like because you are going to literally test the waters. All you have to do is take a mini retirement and commit to unplugging from work entirely. Use a two-week vacation to give retirement a test drive. But you have to avoid looking at work emails or taking calls from work. If not, you can't compare it to real retirement. It's just another vacation where you allow work to tag along, which we are all guilty of. By the way, did you know that more than half of Americans don't use their paid vacation days? Nowadays, paid vacation is not a perk. It should be paid. Because we are not really off. We're just sort of away. But this test drive has to be different. You'll have to turn it into an experiment where you keep all of your free time to yourself. If you can take more than two weeks, then that would be awesome. Because the more free time you have at once, the more you can explore how it makes you feel and the more activities that you can fit in. Or you can see just how long you can take being inactive. On a hammock. Fishing at your lake house with no care if you get a bite or not. Watching more football in a week than you thought humanly possible. When you treat this mini retirement as your time and your spouse's time and no one else's, you get the chance to see how you handle the freedom. Hey, it's a different feel even though everyone says they want more of it. Oh, this test drive will benefit you in another way too. Research published by the Journal of Occupational Health Psychology found that unplugging daily after work can make a big difference in your quality of life, health, and happiness. So no matter what you think of this freedom trial, you're likely to let go of stress and give your mind the break that it needs. Humans were not built to be on 365 days a year or to keep up with 88 news stories a day. Take a break and don't feel guilty. You're likely to come back refreshed more than ever and armed with the knowledge that you need to plan when, where, and how you want to retire for real. Warning, some of you may not want to return to work at all. All right, folks, brace yourself for this next tip. I want you to use your phone for the one thing no one uses it for anymore, calling people. Alexander Graham Bell would be devastated to know we use telephones for selfies more than communicating with our voices. Strange times, right? But with a few calls, you can kill two birds with one stone, or phone in this case. You likely have relatives who have retired and old acquaintances who have done the same thing. 
I'm betting they'd be glad to hear your voice. And people love talking about their experiences. All we have to do is make time to listen. That's what I've found over the years anyways. All you're investing is a few hours on the phone talking to people you probably want to dial up anyway, but just haven't made the time. Now I've given you a good reason to schedule those calls. Go into it like an interview. No TMZ style ambush is necessary. Just be prepared with questions to make sure you cover all of the things you want insight on. Such as, what do they do daily? Does their partner feel the same way as them about retirement overall? The number one thing that they didn't expect. Ask them how they stay motivated. Do they feel guilty about not doing a lot if they are taking it extra easy? How have they stayed connected with friends or made new ones? And what they spent money on. 95% of retirees prefer valuable experiences over purchasing more items, which leads to a more meaningful retirement according to one study. All those questions are a good start, but you'll have many more, I'm sure. And the retirees that you call on will have answers, not all of them, but even their uncertainties can help you spot issues you didn't think about before either. So pick up the phone, avoid selfie temptations, and give retirees you know a ring. Finally, I can spill the beans on the best tip for finding what retirement not only looks like, but feels like. There's nothing like talking face-to-face -face in order to feel what others have felt. The phone calls are great, but humans communicate in hidden ways in person. Body language and nuances make a difference in how we impact others during a conversation. I've heard this repeatedly from authors, researchers, and journalists alike. The best way to get the real story is to get out and talk to people face to face. Hit the road and get your retirement knowledge straight from the horse's mouth. Take a notepad or use your phone to take notes. Then later you'll have something to read through with your partner. And you can take action on those notes when you're a retiree yourself. Okay, who are you going to talk to? And how far do you want to go to have these sit-downs? All is up to you because you know what? Retirees are all around you. The first place you might want to try is your local breakfast hotspot. Biscuits are the best senior bait. No doubt you'll find some retirees there early in the morning and some just hanging around all day if that's their hobby. Also, those greeters at Walmart, many are semi-retired or come out of retirement to do that job for people time and people watching since Wally World is full of, what's the word, characters. Those are just a couple spots to strike up a quick chat either once or every time you find yourself at those locations. Look, even if you're not a big talker, you can just listen. Trust me, people love talking about stuff that interests them. You just need to ask a couple of questions to get the ball rolling. Then to connect with even more people, you can take two more approaches. The first one will be a gift to the folks you speak to. Senior living facilities are full of people with retirement stories and many desperately need someone to talk to. These are challenging times with COVID and seniors, but if you speak to the facility social worker, you can arrange some interviews even if not in person at the moment. And please don't think of all of these facilities as sad places. Many seniors are in decent health, but are just rehabbing from a hip surgery or some other injury. A friend told me a couple of years ago he had met a cool older guy while visiting his grandpa at a retirement facility. He was roommates with the grandpa and was recovering from a fall, a wrist surgery I think. Anyway, this fellow was a Jimi Hendrix fanatic. Guy looked like a buttoned up accountant but knew more about Hendrix and early rock and roll than all of the Rolling Stones put together. 
I bet he knew a lot about the challenges and benefits of hitting the right note during retirement too. All he needed was someone interested in his story. So what's the second approach? Track down retirees at campgrounds or national parks. You don't have to rough it in the woods to learn their thoughts on retirement unless you want to. You can always just hang out on day trips, do some fishing at the park, or just browse the area after your conversations. Almost every RV campground will have hosts. These are usually retired couples who live in the park for free and work a few hours a week to earn their keep. Many of them travel to different parks depending upon the time of the year and the weather. So you can imagine they have a wide variety of experiences with people, places, and travel. Not to mention when you get two sides of the retirement story, both spouses may be available to chat with you and they will be quick to counter one another's pros and cons if need be. Hey, they live in an RV together so they're able to hash out stuff pretty openly. Not only that, but they likely know a ton of retirees who stay at the campground regularly and can relay their stories of free time and travel too. Just be aware, you may find yourself catching the travel bug or vowing to never step foot in a camper. It just depends on what you find helpful from these sit-down conversations. But I honestly believe that talking face-to-face -face will give you more insight than you'll find with any guesswork or theories about retirement and life after age 60. Before I hit the recap, please subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend who may need retirement guidance. All right, so here we go with the recap of the five tips we covered that should give you more real-world knowledge about what retirement looks and feels like. Number one, take a close look at online forums and message boards specific to retirement and activities associated with retirement. Number two, books are your best friend because you can get a whole pile of them in no time and learn about people you admire who retired and how they spent their time post-career. Librarians are super friendly and knowledgeable about thousands of books, so please ask for their help too. Number three, use your vacation time as a mini retirement and make the effort to truly unplug from work so you can get a better feel for what no work will be like. Number four, reach out and touch someone with some phone calls that help you reconnect with old friends, family, and coworkers who will be glad to chat with you about their retirement. Number five, in modern times, we forget how powerful face-to-face -face talks are, but they really do help us to get a better picture of ideas and reasoning, plus help us solve some problems more efficiently. So make the time and effort to sit down with retirees who have a lot to offer from their experiences leading up to retirement and after the fact. So thanks for tuning in, you guys. I'm Eric Powers with Sky Blue Wealth, and I look forward to the next episode with you. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision.